Hello, Internet. Welcome to This on That, a show where we take people we like talking about stuff they like. My name is Mike Solari, and as always, I am joined in the Nerdist School's podcast booths with Chad Fogland. Hi, I'm Chad Fogland. He's a wonderful human being. I try to do the best I can. Um, and today, as of today, it is our very first episode. Yay, I like it. You can hear our voices starting now until pretty much forever, you think? Well, well, as long as we live. <laughs> oh, so our first episode was Alice and Hayslip, and we talked about outer space, and it was a lot of fun. I she's, loved it. She's a lovely lady, and she she genuinely loves outer space. I feel like Allison and I became fast friends, and we're still friends now. We talk every day. Do you? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, before we do get into this meat of this episode, just a couple of. Uh, things in the news or are they news eh. um on october 30th uh at the nerdist school next to meltdown comics in los angeles california we me and chad are doing a live show i know this show has been around forever and you're big fans of it and you want to you've been dying to see us live well lucky for you because we're bringing a special guest in to talk about whatever they want to talk about and where it's $10 at the door, all money will go to the charity of that guest's choice. And it is 8 o'clock on October 30th at the Nerdist School. It's a Friday. It's perfect. A perfect lead into your party weekend. And it's the night before Halloween. Um, I highly encourage you, to, instead of going out and getting drunk with your friends in costume, to come and laugh with us. And I encourage you uh, to come and laugh with us first and then go out and get drunk with Ooh, your friends. That is a good idea. So uh, if you want more information about that, that can be found on the Nerdist School's calendar page. You can also go to uh, facebook.com slash this on that and you will be very enjoyed. You will also be able to see more photos. You will see musings from Chad and myself and get more information on the podcast. But right now, you're going to want to listen to Allison Hayslip on Outer Space. Here we go. You do have trouble with your eyes. If, oh, yeah. I went we blind yesterday. I went to the movies way too long, and I got in the car, and I started driving, and I went, crap, I can't see. Oh, God. What did you go see? I saw Man from Uncle and Mission Impossible. My mother told me Man from Uncle was, quote, watchable. It was. That, that was her <laughs> review of it. <laughs> Sounds like a stern uh, yes. critic. <laughs> well, I, she loves the original. Oh, yeah. So she was really excited to see this. And she's like, it's, it's watchable. I loved Army mm-hmm. Hammer in it. He was yeah. really good. That's good. Yeah, that's like my girlfriend was like, I don't understand the title. What is this movie? It's like, oh, it's an old TV show. It's like, no, it's not. (laughs) I'm lying to you. Um, So we are here. Are we recording? We are recording. Oh, we're recording this? Mm -hmm. Oh. Well, yeah. Sorry, Mom. You give great movie reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're here with Allison Hayslip, and we're going to talk about space. Space! Now, are we talking about outer space or just space in general, like... No, outer space. Like the space we occupy? Yeah. Oh, okay. outer space. Okay, outer well, space. I studied the wrong stuff then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the best, best way to start this off is yeah. what fascinates you the most about space? You chose the topic. Is I did. It... I, space, I just find outer space it's so... <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. It, yes, exactly. It's just fascinating to me because it, I guess I, I'm really sort of obsessed with the concept that 
you know, we're here on Earth and we, we live our lives by what we see and, and experience around us. And then if you really, like, try to think outward of that, we're so tiny and minuscule. Like, how – I just find our existence mind-boggling. Oh, for and sure. And because of the sheer expanse of space. Well, isn't there's, like, just the fact that our planet is where it is at a – it's, like, the right amount away from the sun. And yeah. just, like, has the right amount of, like – I've all these technical things I can't think of, but you know it, the <laughs> fact that the Earth is the Earth and that we can live here is so like astronomically impossible. Like com- you know, like it's just everything just hit just right. Right, exactly. And like you can't and scientists say like you know no, other, I mean there's no other planets that have life on them in our solar system, and we don't know what other planets could have the exact like ratio to have life and what that life would be like and whatever. It's, well, it's, I don't it's know. Amazing. There might be a crab on Mars. But then you, a crab yeah. on Mars, a Mar- a Martian crab. Oh, isn't there a lady or something? Yeah, there's some lady's face or something like that. Did you guys watch Cosmos, the Neil deGrasse Tyson? I like, oh yeah, I was. Oh, oh wait, this would happen. I was gonna watch Cosmos in preparation for this podcast, oh. and then I overslept and I went, "Damn it, I can't watch it." Well, wait, it's like 14 hours. Let's go watch one episode. Oh, okay. On oh. I'm like, you overslept for 14 hours. Well, actually, but there's something like every episode that I watched like at the end of each episode you were like you just feel like wow we don't matter and wow we're a miracle yeah like it's like both sides of the spectrum like in the grand scheme of things we are the minusculest of the minuscule but at the same time the sole fact that we exist is mind-boggling mm-hmm. I already said no, mind-boggling I, incredible well, <laughs> I need it, more adjectives to describe it, it space makes, it makes you go like like all the problems you might be having, like oh man, I hate my job, or like oh man, I got in a car accident. If you start thinking about like the broad scope of yeah. what's going on, it's like oh yeah, that's kind of uh, you know, imita- er, minuscule yeah. compared to like what's actually going on. Well, it's it's so strange because you think about like how it all begins, like when you get to the Big Bang right. and everything just explodes into existence, and then evolves to where we are now and I have conversations with my like dad is a doctor yeah. and what kind of doctor uh, he's a chiropractor I shouldn't oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I left it I left it as doctor well so my my mother's a doctor but she's a doctor of statistics so oh okay <laughs> um she's saving your life anyway my dad's a retired uh, print shop owner so there you go yeah all three of them could have their own podcast <laughs> yes well, that would yes. be amazing oh my gosh if my mother had a podcast that would be phenomenal I, I'm now like her. thinking about this. You gotta yeah. talk to her. You gotta talk to her. I would love yes. to hear her movie reviews. And yeah, stats. exactly. Oh my gosh, I should just have that as, as a segment on my own podcast. Is my mother giving movie reviews? Yeah, you could just have her phone it in, like like yeah, call and like exactly. leave a message, like Allison. Okay, I saw this movie and yeah, it, it was watchable. Yeah, it was watchable. watchable. But first, let me tell you about the dog that lives in the movie theater. Yeah. I took a picture of her. She just got groomed. <laughs> um, but but yeah, back to the space uh, thing. I talked to him about like I'm like 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 uh, for me I I don't, I'm, I'm an agnostic I don't believe in like a, a god or whatever or religion or whatever and my dad uh, does and I say like you're you're a doctor you like went to school you saw this and I'm like why I just out of curiosity why why and he's like the way the human body just works and that everything just somehow finds its own way of just working and it just happened like that. Yeah, that was no accident. That, right. Like, like, I don't understand how that could happen. And you, you take that back to like how a carbon being exists and where that comes from and that leads us back to space. And right. Just all, 
all that infinite infinitosity or whatever the well, word. Well, they say there's stardust in all of us, right? right. Like we're yeah, we're made of stardust. Yeah. See, I totally. It's interesting that you bring up really like I, I absolutely have a belief in in God and something greater than us mm-hmm. because of that very reason. Because I feel like it's far too much of a coincidence for n- something to not have some sort of mm-hmm. divine intervention to make us happen okay, and so, exist. So then yeah. talking coincidence-wise, okay. is it a coincidence that we are, as far as we know, we're the only intelligent, I'm putting my air quotes up, yeah. I don't know why I did that, it's a podcast. Um, <laughs> I do that on my podcast all the yeah. time. <laughs> uh, uh, to do, uh, we are the only intelligent life out there as of right, right now from our perspective. Right. Other other life out there, thoughts. What what do we got here, people? Well, I just read an article recently within like the last year. I wish I I wish I could remember the exact name of this theory that they've come up with. But the idea is that um, it's almost like the greatest way to describe it is a dimensional way. Like we are three dimensional beings, so we see in three D. But like a two D being can't couldn't see us. I think I read the same article. Right, and so. There's there's the idea that there could be other quote unquote intelligent beings out there, but they are beyond a three dimension, so we can't see them. They can see us, but we can't yeah. see so it's, them. It's kind of like the way like an ant an ant its brain works in only one way. It really can't have the same thought processes as us. So like imagining like we're an ant compared to some other being. That's what you're getting at. Right, 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 right. right. And not saying that like we have these like weird invisible giant overlords standing over us that we don't see or something like that. But it's the, I think the way this article went was that it's that quote unquote fourth dimension is technology. And there could be other, you know, races out there yeah. that have the technology to that they're capable to see that we exist. Well, they're more evolved, so they right. can get to that plane exactly. that we can't get to. And we we just don't have the tech to see that they exist yet. But once you break that barrier, then it becomes mm-hmm. a much smaller universe, galaxy. And then there's also the the concept of like uh, multiple universes, right? Like right, like. like a, like there's another version of me somewhere else. Have you have you guys just recently read about the Berenstein Bears theory? Yeah. Oh my god, this this blew my fucking mind. Can we curse on your podcast? Yeah, so you, Whatever. You you're cur- not even airing yeah, yeah. it yet. Fuck we don't do know. It. You, you can uh, you can say anything that you want. Right. So growing up, we all remember the books being the, the Berenstein, Berenstein yeah, Bears yeah. books, and then in like I don't know, maybe ten or so years ago, Jan Berenstein died. And people lost their mind. Jan being yeah. Stan, no, what's his name? Whatever. Um, the wife of the man yeah. who wrote the Berenstein Bears. She died, and uh, and when her obituary came out, her last name was written as Berenstain, S T I A N instead of S T I E N, whatever. At the end of it, and people are like, "What do you? No, it's a it's a misprint. Like it's the Berenstein Bears, not the Berenstain Bears." And then everyone started going online, and it's like Wikipedia says Berenstain, and it was like everyone who was an adult at this time was like, "My entire entire childhood is a lie." So some guy wrote an article saying that this, you know, this weird like an entire generation remembers it being Berenstein when apparently it was Berenstain is proof that there's universe parallel universes. Yeah, and they like. At some point in like the mid '90s, like touched and certain things got crisscrossed, and one of the things is that all of a sudden Jan Berenstein became Jan Berenstein in our universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing. I yeah. Speaking of parallel universes, uh, I used to I had these reoccurring dreams in college, which is crazy. But like, I would go to sleep, and then in my dream, I would wake up, 
and I go about my day and like sometimes it'd just be like a day, sometimes it'd be like a year, sometimes it'd be like 20 years, it'd feel like in the dream. Like, and I would get married or have like, I'd meet another girl or all this stuff. You'd live your life in a dream? I'd live like like different lives like in a dream and then wake up. Whoa. And and be like, whoa. And it happened for like a year. And so sometimes, this is so stupid. Uh, (laughs) Slash amazing. Yeah. Sometimes like I, when I wake up in the morning, I go, am I going to wake up in my college bed being like 22 years old again? Like, was this all just another reality that I dreamed up last oh, night? Man. I have those sometimes where I'll I'll go to sleep and I'll dream and like two weeks go by and then I wake up and I'm just like, I wake up exhausted because I'm like... Because you just lived I two just weeks. I just lived yeah. two, le- two weeks. Yeah. And then I'm like, what was that for? Do you ever, do you ever have dreams where... Um, like they're they're so normal and real, but like you get in a fight with a friend and then you wake up in the morning and you're actually mad at that person. Oh yeah. And then you have to be like, oh, whoops, wait a minute, we didn't no, actually get. Or that the dream was just so mundane. It's like, well, that actually happened. That had yeah. to have actually happened. This, this happened to like I had a girlfriend and she w- multiple times she'd wake up just pissed off at me because I and the dream like I did something bad. Oh my god. Like I cheated on her or like I uh, I don't know did like some horrible act or something that pissed her off and then she'd wake up and she'd be pissed at me for three days because of a dream Aww. and it, I felt so like come on like what did I, I didn't do anything I didn't actually do that your stupid, your, your stupid subconscious did that that's your brain or, or what you're saying initially is that we're tapping into that parallel universe and parallel Chad did those things oh my parallel God. Chad pa- parallel Chad's kind of an asshole then aww why you gotta be such a dick parallel Chad I don't know she was <laughs> she was a horrible girlfriend so maybe that <laughs> oh. parallel Chad was just uh. <laughs> maybe you were like getting your revenge in her dreams ooh did you inception her oh maybe yeah. I have to look at the top see if it's still spinning <laughs> dude the end of that movie fucked me up <laughs> I was like, I need to know. I just need to know what happened. Let it play for another three minutes, please. I don't understand. Through, through this conversation, I'm just realizing, like, yeah. we're talking about like these, like, these uh, other beings, and that's Interstellar, and we're talking yeah. about dreams, which is Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan definitely inceptionized right. this podcast. Oh yeah, but, totally. But he, it seems like from this conversation, and I'm realizing it right now. He's trying to like define, like, okay, what is our existence? Here's dreams. Here's What's out there oh, yeah. in the rest and of the like, world? And like memento, come and on. Memento, it's, yeah. it's all about yeah. like what is our reality? Right. It's um, so true. I think about that often. Like what it, what is our reality? Because it, you have you have moments where like someone comes up to you and interacts with you, and because of whatever type of mood you're in, you react one way, oh, yeah. and then that person walks away, and you're like, mm, that wasn't a really accurate depiction of me. That was me they were getting right now. That was I the think, me that happened of the course of the day. Like right, we got to that exactly. Point I then... I often wonder like how many times that has happened and you're the person who doesn't know where the other person is coming yeah. from, you know? You try to sit back and be like, okay, what could have possibly happened in that person's life to allow them to react that way to me? And then I was also like, we're also like narcissistic in a way that like, no, as human beings, because like yeah. if, if, if I came up to you on the street and you had a bad day and you are kind of like mean to me, but not because it's me, it's just because you had kind of a shitty day. Right. You walk away, there might be a part of me that goes, well, what's wrong with me? Yeah, like, oh, and I, I, I always do yeah. that. I'm like, oh, it's my fault. What's wrong with me? Yeah. I, I screwed up. They don't like me. And then I, so it's like really hard to sit back and be like, okay, you have to stop taking things so personally all the time. So doesn't that, doesn't that just say to us as a human race that if an, another uh, 
being came down to visit us and like they're just like they're so advanced that they're like emotions don't matter to us right and they just they treat us in such a way like yes hello good to see you all right have to go now yeah and you, why is the alien being such a dick to know, us what, what did we do what, what did we do yeah why are we so let's kill him oh yeah seriously <laughs> But, you know, it's something that used to drive me, like, make, give me a little bit of anxiety as a kid. And I think this goes all the way back to, like, what we're talking about in terms of how small we are. I, I've always used to be thinking like that. I used to think, like, oh, crap, we only have X amount of years, about 100 years. Guys, I'm living to 100. That's how I've, yes. like, that's how I've broken up the sections do of my it. life. Um, I think we all do that. Like, we always say, like, quarter-life crisis is 25. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but... Uh, I used to see people on the street, like if you walk through New York City and there's just all these people and you're like, each one of those people is their own life and they, like, just how huge that is and I'm nothing in their life. Like, I'm not even registered yeah. and I feel like there's a part of me that wants to be like, no, I want to go be a part of those their lives. Yeah. I want to go over to them and say something and be like, hey, like, I know this is weird, but like, we're two human beings and we should, we're experiencing these things. Uh, and of course, they're just going to be like, well, no, I'm on my way to get coffee. I've barely woken right. up. Like, well, that's the other thing, like going back to the, the space conversation. Um, yeah. Like, what, you know, even though we are so tiny and infinitesimally small, is that a word? Yes, that's, sure. that's right. the word I was cool. looking for. That's uh, what I was looking for earlier, yep, too. Sweet. So we uh, I, have a, I have a really good knack for mispronouncing words all the time, so just call me out on it. Um, well, you're but, doing great so far. Thank you. Uh, yeah, mispronounced anything. Pronounced. <laughs> Um, even though we are so small and tiny, we can't allow that to just negate the things that happen in our lives yeah. either. Like, yeah, you, when you get in a car accident or something like that, yeah, it might suck and you want to be like, well, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. But still, you have to deal with the responsibilities That's of true. being in a car accident, it's true. you know? Essentially, everything after the age of, like, six, you have to you have to take some responsibility yeah. for I know, it's so true. I, I wish people would take more responsibility for their actions and things in life. No, yeah, a lot of people don't. No. <laughs> I've always, and uh, now, I'm, now I'm changing topics back to space. I'm okay. like, there's a part of me that always, like, and I know that this doesn't, this won't make sense, but I want to know what space feels like. Like, I know I can't take, like, the sleeve off well, right. and let, put my hand into it because, like, won't it like break apart or as science fiction movies tell me like no you can't do that like well, no you'll just you'll space, freeze so, yeah. yeah yeah you'll freeze but but, uh, but yeah you're right we don't we don't understand the concept of nothing yeah cuz even though it feels like in the air we're touching nothing we're still touching the sound air. of silence yeah we don't understand that concept as human beings um i went to space camp for 4 years is that why you're, why you're wearing that? Really? Yeah. Is that why you're wearing that shirt? Yeah, I thought it was very fitting for today. Uh, now I'm super jealous of you because I always wanted to go to space camp. Oh, did you watch a lot of Double Dare? I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. On Legends of the Hidden Temple, it yes! was always the prize. Like, I know. If, you, if you win, you're going to space camp. Yeah. Oh, so jealous. I know. So my my um my aunt works at JPL. She actually mm. worked on the oh nice Curiosity rover that oh, landed cool. on Mars. Yeah, and she back when I was a kid she actually applied for the astronaut program and started going through that whole process oh, to wow. become an astronaut. Oh, wow. um, she unfortunately couldn't be an astronaut because her eyesight wasn't good enough. Yeah, you can't, yeah. you well, can't wear glasses in space. No. Fun fact. Um, know that for a fact. Chad, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, now you can get LASIK. That's so, true. So, yeah. But I'm a little too old now. Oh. <laughs> it's a little too, too old to go in space. Well, I'm almost 40, so I don't know if I could. No, I think you still go in space. Stuff. Do you think? Yeah. All right, fuck it. I'm leaving. Yeah, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go train to go to space. Go get laser. Um, 
go to space. Anyway, my mother, my aunt's sister, mm-hmm. when my aunt started this program, my mother got like really into like reading up on it and all the thing, all this stuff, and that's how she discovered space camp. So she sent myself and my cousin, their other sister's son, like they just signed us up for space camp one summer. And my mother didn't even tell me till like a week before we were going. She's like, by the way, you and cousin Brian are going to space camp in Huntsville, Alabama. And I was like, huh, what? I don't want to go. Because to me, I thought space camp sounded like school. Oh, yeah. Like I thought it was basically they were sending me to a week of school where I was going to sit in a classroom and like learn about space. And I was like, I don't want to go to summer school. This sucks. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like storming around the house. My cousin and I get to space camp and I never wanted to leave. Well, it so was, what did you do? So you, you spend the week basically training to do a mission. They have mock-ups of the um, space shuttle and the International Space Station in this giant, you know, warehouse that they basically own yeah. down there. Um, and they have they do have classrooms. You do sit in classrooms, but you do very hands-on stuff. They have an entire mission control mock-up. Uh, and then out they have this whole, like, park area, too, where they have, like, you know, the actual rockets and things that like blasted shit up into space <laughs> um, and you spend the whole week training you, you pick a course you pick like a pilot course a um, mission specialist or a payload specialist what were you and I was my first year I was a mission specialist oh, so you went back I went four years I wow. went four years in a row I went so many times that by year four some of the counselors were like what are you doing back here? We have literally taught you everything. Do you get like a fleece or something for doing like all the missions or something? No. Or? You do get like badges and things like that. <laughs> you get sweet badges. Could you I, become um, a counselor by the end of it? I could have possibly become a counselor instead I went to college, but <laughs> oh, What a waste of time. I know. <laughs> but uh but yeah, and then at the end of your week or 10 days, the first time I went I was a week long course and then the mm-hmm. other 3 times I went it was 10 days. Um you do like a 12 hour mission. You literally do a mission for 12 hours in these mock-ups and you like launch the shuttle and you have to dock the shuttle with the International Space Station and then you have to perform all these experiences. Oh, they also have a uh, 30-foot dive tank in the facility. So you can um, feel weightlessness? Yeah, exactly, because that's how that's how uh, astronauts simulate yeah. weightlessness. It's training is underwater. That's yeah. so... Uh, that's, so you were, do you, either one of you remember the Space Camp movie? Oh, yeah. Because that's pretty much what happens, right? Like they train for a mission, and then and then they get accidentally the launched into that, space. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have to they have to do the mission. You know, yes. the weightless stuff. I saw this. Uh, a friend of mine's dad took him on it. it it's like a plane. Mm. They'll oh, take yeah. you off. The vomit comet. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they, there's like a plane for those who don't know that will like simulate like the zero gravity. And I don't know like, exactly how it works. I, think it, it I can tell you exactly falls, how it right? works. Like, oh, no. we're going to find out. It's a, it's a hollowed out 747. Uh-huh. So it doesn't have any seats in it or anything like that. And it will fly straight up, basically, like nose pointed to the sky. And then it will just yui as when it gets to a certain elevation. And then it'll, it'll tip straight down. And yeah. in, at the top of that U-turn it's making, you have about 13 seconds of actual weightlessness. Because you're you're basically falling at the same speed right. that the uh, gravity. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. What is it like ten meters per second? So, or something, something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but that's actually how they shot uh, most of the weightless scenes in Apollo thirteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they just actually kept shot them. them? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. So thirteen yeah. seconds. But it's called the vomit comet because almost everyone vomits their first time feeling weightless. 
so weird. Yeah. Like I can't even like I want I really do wanna feel that. Like I've see, you see it in so many movies and TV shows that we're yeah. gonna get to a point where it's like, oh, this is a party trick. We can just turn off the gravity in this room. Right. Uh, That's one of the things when people find out I went to space camp, the two things they ask me is, is it anything like the movie? And I'm like, no. And <laughs> and the other thing is, did you get to go in an anti gravity chamber? And I'm like, those don't really exist. Armageddon was fake. Like there is no room on this planet where you can go in and push a button and all of a sudden there's no gravity. Wait, are you telling me? <laughs> That they can't just take a bunch of guys from an oil rig and right. send them through a week of training and then send them to space. Have you seen... I am telling you that. Wait, wait, have you seen the Ben Affleck like commentary on uh, Armageddon where he talks about... He went up to Michael Bay and he was like, hey, does this really make sense that we're training a bunch of oil riggers to op- to fl- go into space? Can't we just train astronauts to like operate a yes, drill? exactly. Yeah. And, and, and Michael Bay goes, shut up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That would make a lot more sense. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> um, so space-wise, uh, was Pluto as much of a a heartbreak? Yeah, as it damn was... you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I love you and everything you do, but why did you have to take Pluto away from me? Like you know, it's it's gonna be so strange because like I don't have kids, but there's gonna be a point where they're learning about the solar system. And, there's and Pluto's like, not gonna be and, a part and, of it. Well, yeah, there's eight planets. I'm like, no, there's not. Wait, are there nine or eight? I can't remember how. Yeah, you're right. There's now eight <laughs> yeah, instead of nine. nine. Yeah. Um, the fact that Pluto isn't a planet and a brontosaurus isn't a real dinosaur. Wait, yeah. like, I didn't know that. Oh my yeah. gosh, are you kidding me? No, brontosaurus, not a real dinosaur. What is it? An elephant? No, like, no, no. <laughs> it's the the skeleton that they. The, you know, the fossil that they dug up that they said was a brontosaurus, mm-hmm. they put the wrong head on it. Yeah. The thing that we've learned about for like 60 years is not an actual dinosaur. They finally figured out it had the wrong head. So they had to switch the skulls, and now it's not the same you dinosaur. Got, you got to think that has to happen, right? Oh, like, oh, this oh, is like it's, a, yeah. it's like a puzzle where there's no instructions. So it's Right, like they exactly. Have, this has had to happen. That, uh, I'm just processing like my childhood. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. brontosaurus doesn't exist. It's now an... A, a, a Galapagosaurus? I forget. You know what? Screw, uh, screw you, like science. That. A brontosaurus still exists, yeah. and we all know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jurassic Park. Actually, it's not even in Jurassic Park. I thought it was. No, it's it not. Gets up on the... That's the Alapasaurus or something well, I... like that. Um, I'm but, making up dinosaurs. The, did you see Jurassic World? I did. I just called the, you know, like the evil dinosaur. I was like, what's up, asshole Saurus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a dick. But so, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, uh, Bryce Tyson? Yeah, she was horrible. Bryce what? Dallas Howard? I don't know. Bryce Dallas Howard? Mispronunciation. Neil deGrasse Tyson's daughter? Here's yeah. the thing. Sometimes I try to make a joke and it falls flat. Aww. Edit that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out, like, why was it such a big deal? Was there just nothing happening in space at the time? And they're like, we have to do something so people will remember us. Pluto's not a planet anymore. We did it, guys. No, We're, I think I They've think been what looking happened, into it for years, though. Yeah, right? and I think they found these other planets or these other not planets these other mm, same size things yes well, didn't past it used pluto to be like a, at one point they're saying it was a binary planet because like its moon was almost the same size size of it yeah, 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 yeah. It like, but i think it was because they found a couple you know not they're not planets but whatever yeah. they are past pluto and then they're like oh look at these new things that we discovered and then they were like Ooh, they have a lot of the same qualities as pluto so if we're not counting them as planets yeah then we probably can't count Pluto as a planet either. Oh, okay. That makes a little bit more sense yes. to me. But at the same time, it's like, eh, we were already there. We Do you guys have... remember on Saved by the Bell when they had, like, they were in some quiz bowl or something like that, and they won because 
they were asked to name all the planets in order, and they were like, Vimenshnup! And, like, that was, like, the anagram that they used to remember the orders on the planets. I do. I don't remember that, <laughs> but I remember... <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember in, like, middle school, like, e- teachers, like, all right, you have to learn these, like anagrams yeah. and stuff so that way you are a functioning human being in the future you know what taught me more than school probably did say by the bell animaniacs i love animaniacs. right animaniacs did have a lot of yeah no yeah educational shit to the tune of catchy songs yeah i remember fun I can, fun education. i can name all the states in their capitals because of animaniacs i mean Come on. I can name all the states and their capitals because of a video game they made us play in like high, in, oh, in, in elementary school and middle school that like was basically a puzzle. It's like, okay, first you put the shapes where they go and then you name them and then you name the capitals. And then it became like, oh, who's better? Guys, we'll just put the rankings up on the thing. Oh, and snap. so we all competed. Yeah, we, so we all, we all had to get better at it. Yeah. So by the time we finished it, everybody knew everything. <laughs> And then I remember going to high school with, like, different people than I went to elementary school with. And they, freshman year, they gave us, like, the map, and you had to do that. And I was, like, the only one that got on. You're like, I got this. Well, I was like, this is so easy. How do you guys not all know this? Right. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I couldn't tell you where, like, Nebraska was or something like that. I'm from Nebraska. Oh, there you go. It's right in the middle. (laughs) You you could do that. We, uh, in second grade, I think it was, when you're learning multiplication tables, Mm -hmm. my teacher did that thing where she was, like, the first person in the class who can come up to me and do all of the multiplication tables through 12. So like one yeah, yeah. one times one, one times two, blah, 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 yeah. all the way to 12. She's like, we'll get, we'll put the stickers across the thing. I was the first person in my entire second class grade. Second, nice. second, second grade class. That's what there I wanted to say. No, 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 it's fine. It all works out. <laughs> I did all my multiplication tables. What? <laughs> so... What started your fascination with space? Was it your aunt, or was it uh, was it movies? Was it I mean, was it Space Camp? Movies it- definitely were a big part of it because I was always into like Star Wars and Star Trek and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think it was until my mother forced me to go to Space Camp <laughs> that really started my fascination with like the science of getting yeah. up. So there. do you think we're ever going to get to that point in like a Star Wars, Star Trek, Firefly kind of thing where? We just are on... Like blasting around space. Yeah, we're just like, oh, yeah, well, so we'll just go, uh, we're going to go hit up Jupiter this weekend. It'll be a nice I mean, little family vacay. And I would I would like to imagine that we could, but the only way we're doing that is with... Help from others. Well, somewhere. no, it's with um, simulated gravity. Oh. There's no way... Right. Well, also, you have to, like, we'd have to travel at such a speed where, I mean, if we were, if, like, essentially, isn't it, like, if you go to Mars and back, like... So many, like, it maybe it takes, like, X amount of years, like, two years for you to do that. But by the time you get back, two like... Two and a half years to get there, two yeah. and a half years to get back, I So, think. like, yeah, so five <laughs> years. So five-year round trip, but then on the... But you have to travel at such a, such a speed, doesn't it mean that, like, when you get back, like, more time has traveled or has gone by for us? So it's like, if mm. you're not... Or is that... Was that... Well, no, if you're doing this two and a half year thing, then yeah. it's all... That's all real time. Okay. Um, It's when... Yeah, no, Interstellar is... I haven't Actually, seen it. Oh, you so, haven't? No. I was really, I loved it. I oh, really liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty fascinating, but it has actually more to do with gravity than mm. with than the movie Gravity. Than the movie Gravity, which <laughs> was also really awesome, dude. I had I don't think I breathed once in that entire movie. Oh, that was my favorite. I loved watching that in 3D yeah. IMAX. Oh that yeah, was the that's best. exactly how I saw it too. Um, but but I think bigger. I mean, yeah, obviously, if we want to be traveling outside of 
here yeah, to Mars or whatever. Or the, yeah. Speed is definitely a big part of it. But Speed or we're just going to have to go through wormholes and just pop yes. around. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you guys read The Martian? No. Uh, uh, I'm going to see the movie when it comes out. Yeah. I would read the book. Read the book because it's super science-y and it's hilarious. And it'll take you. It's funny. It's like, so funny. It's one of the funniest books I've read. Um, and it'll take you maybe two days to read it. It's okay. not very long. Uh, I'm so excited to see the movie. But I really love the book because, like I said, it's very funny. But it is. I'm not going to say it's entirely accurate. I'm sure scientists look at it and they're like, "Well, that's not really how it would yeah. work." But yeah. to There's a layman, liberties. you can you understand that like this person's thinking through everything and yeah. like is explaining exa- exactly how everything works and you're like oh I get it yeah that, I wouldn't have thought that you would have to think about that if you were stuck on Mars but yeah of course you do yeah, I was, you know I've, I've been want- I wanted to read it because I read an article where they're talking about the science behind it and yeah like, the author and I was like oh, I really, now I want to fucking read that book because like yeah. I want to know what well and you know this guy started re- writing the book on Reddit that's so I didn't cool know that. I didn't yeah know that. he started like a Reddit thread and just like posted the first chapter or something like that and people were reading it and commenting on it so he like kept kind of adding to it and adding to it and then somebody was like dude take this down write it as a book and sell it because you can make money on this and he's like oh okay and I think he I think he wrote it himself and then like self-released it on Amazon he didn't even have like an actual publisher and then it just exploded and now it's being made into a movie and this is all like I think it was written maybe a a year or two ago that's cool cool. yeah it's very recent Hmm. yeah because we love space. space. We do love space. It's also kind of mind-blowing to me that we have explored more of space. Than we have than the ocean. We have, than we have of the ocean. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Talk about pressure. <laughs> Whoa, that one worked. That one worked, sir. Oh, thank you. I Good job. Just high-five Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. No, it's crazy because the ocean's like our our own space. There's places that are, you just can't go because right. you'll die. It, you have this lightlessness feel. Well, yeah, you're they're in still it. discovering creatures. There, yeah, like, like, yeah, that are bonkers down there. That are bonkers. What if there was like an entire human-like race that Atlantis. lived at the bottom of the ocean? They're just like, what? You guys yeah. are up there. <laughs> I didn't even think of going up I there. Know. And they've all, they've only discovered so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. And to then, them, we're in space. Yeah, and then like, yeah. and there's a whole like, and then there's a whole other place just below them. They're like, we can't go down there. Do you guys think that there's another planet with human beings farther away than us? And they're like, I wonder if there's anything else out there. I wonder if like they're just not in our solar system. Like it seems like if we were able to cultivate life and they have like, and they have a sun. I'm not talking about like a parallel mirror. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking right, right. about in, in our own. Yeah, I'm just talking about something that like is an indescribable amount of distance away from us. So basically, you're, you're asking, do we think that there's intelligent life beyond? The no, I'm, I'm not just intelligent life. Like people, like human, like same like molecule. The human beings. Yeah. So you're saying people are intelligent. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying some people. I just, are no, no. I, I, I think that it's possible, right? Like it has yeah. to be, right? Because it it's so like they're, they're doing podcasts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? But you would think that like if you. If you subscribe to the fact that we, the evolution of us, like coming from ape or whatever, like, yeah. So there, I guess it would be possible that there, I mean, there'd be other animals. They wouldn't be like our ant, like they wouldn't. There wouldn't be birds or monkeys or I, I don't know what they would call them on another planet, right? Because the e- evolution would be different, de- right. Depending on the circumstances of their environment. So yes. yeah. 
I don't know if they'd all be humanoid. I think that's the right. I think that's Hollywood's easy way of like we'll make aliens, but it'll just be like a human who's you know blue skin or whatever. Like it's right. <laughs> have you have you guys watched Twelve Monkeys, the TV show? Not the TV show. Oh, okay, I, I just, watched the show. first two episodes. Did it, I just I marathoned it. through it. I I loved it, but these, yeah, people are liking it. Yeah, there's there's. There's blue skin dudes who appear, and I was about oh. to be like, "Who do you think they are?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but never mind. We can't talk about that. I saw I, the movie. Yeah, dude, I loved so, that movie. That movie was great. Um, I, I always think it's funny to think, you know, if there is another planet out there with an intelligent alien life form, like we always, I feel like we think of them as being like they're plotting out there in space and like yeah. they're figuring out how to get places. Like I can't picture like an alien life form sitting around and being like, "No, oh, I got in a fender bender today," you know, yeah. like <laughs> like going through mundane life shit. But God, they're aliens. Damn, I'm late on the cable what bill again. That, <laughs> what was the satellite we I forgot that had the record? You know, the the gold record on it. Uh, oh, uh, I know Voyager. What you're yeah, that, I it, think it was Voyager. I don't know it, what it's called, but I know what you're talking. About. Yeah, because it. It like we sent it out right in like um in like the seventies or something. And what's his bucket? Er, early early know. guy uh, from Co- the original Cosmos. Oh um uh his name's escaping. Carl me. Sagan. Yeah yeah. Like so I um I re- I listened to this other podcast years ago and it was I was talking about how like when they were the, you know they did all the languages on there right and then right. There's another thing where like Carl Sagan was married but he kind of fell in love with this other woman and like. Like so, he left his wife, and like they were this other woman and him were working on the record for it, and so one of the things that's on the record, which I didn't know about, was that like they um they basically hooked her up uh, to a machine and then just had her think about Carl Sagan like and how she felt like how her love her feelings for him like her deep her her deep what? love for it and they put that on the record, so oh, like there's wow. like another undercoat I never knew that so like. There's a feeling of love on this record that's sent out to. Oh my like, gosh, other, I didn't know that either. And it was it was like one of the most amazing things I heard. I think it was on. Um, oh jeez, it's one on, on one of those. Uh, you know, I'll look it up. I'll find Thanks. out. And, and uh, but it's. And we'll just record you separately introducing yeah. it. Here, here it is. This is what it was. I forgot about it. <laughs> did, you, did you guys watch? Is it Star Trek? Uh, Six, I think, where they 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 they're finding this, you know, the movie. I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah. They're like searching this for the signal the whole film, and they finally have to go through this like nebulous cloud, and they think it's going to be some god, and it turns out to be just it's they, it's Vigor. They keep thinking they're finding Vigor, Vigor, and then they find it, and it's the Voyager. It's like the first satellite oh. we ever sent past oh. and it's like here they are thousands of years later and they've just found it well didn't that that's not like just went out of our solar system like a few years ago yeah right? i like think it so just that's like, the other crazy thing like it took all that time yeah. to just yeah. get past what we know so like i mean i don't know what's realistic for us living in the year 2015 and we have x many years left how much we will actually see of the of what's right. the rest that's out there because i mean I, I guess we we're, we're as human beings, or maybe we're just—it's very natural for us to want to continue exploring, and so we've mapped out everything that we could on land, or we—I think so—after uh, all these years. And then now we're obviously we're so there's some people go into the sea and some people to the stars, but yeah. we're still there's still nothing to our manifest destiny is is barely reaching anything. I I recently tweeted something. I'm trying to find it on my Twitter because it this guy gave a really great 
just to understand the concept of how big our solar system is. Yeah. Where is it? Um, it was like if the moon is one pixel and then it's like a side scrolling thing. You scroll through and you start at the the sun. Okay. But everything is in relation to if the moon was only a pixel big. Okay. <gasps> Where is it? I really want to find it right now. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. My aunt emailed it to me. Let me let me search for my aunt. Well, whatever this is, listener, because you're not going to be able to see her Twitter. No, no. I'm going to give you the link. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. We'll make show notes and we'll put it in there. Yes, you will. So that way people like, can this, click on it. This is something. Oh, here we go. If the moon were only one pixel. A tediously accurate map of our solar system. Um, Good name. Oh, you might just have to Google it. The The website is joshworth, J-O-S-H-W-O-R-T-H.com. And then it's slash dev slash pixel space slash pixel space underscore solar system dot HTML. But okay, guys, I'm going to put Google, that in the show yeah, notes. Yeah. Just Google if the moon were only one pixel. pixel. That'll be, that'll yeah, be easier. Yeah, you'll be able to find it. But like, you, give yourself a good like 20 minutes to get through this thing. Um, because you side scroll and, and not only is it just so you can see the relation of the planet size to each other, but it's the amount of space in between everything. Mm -hmm. And you're like scrolling forever and you're like, oh my God, when do I get to Venus? Like it's insane. And then when you get to the bigger planets, it's like you will scroll for a couple minutes before you hit another planet. But what this guy Josh does that's genius is in between everything, he'll like write out just little comments or facts and things like that, that like keep you going and, and near yeah. as you get closer to the end the facts they're not as fat they're not factual anymore they're just like things to think about and you're like oh my god we're so tiny the fucking moon is only one pixel so that means i'm like nothing in this world wasn't yeah. it it's carl sagan who i think he was the one who said like we're just floating on this little blue orb like in the middle of nothing like it's there's like yeah. the little blue orb like i like i have a shirt that's like the um it's a solar system where, where the neck hole is the sun, basically. Like, oh, so my god! Like, you're the center of the universe. But, like, <laughs> but That's the, exactly what the, Americans need yeah, right now. The only color is, is Earth, and it's, like, just this tiny little blue dot, like, on the shirt. The rest of it's, like, black and white. And oh, it's, my gosh. It's kind of one of my favorite shirts ever. But, yeah, it's, like... That's pretty cool. Yeah. Wasn't it, um... Uh... Oh, my gosh. Why am I completely spacing on this genius man's name? Um, <laughs> they just made the movie. He's in... He can't speak. He has Oh, the, Stephen Hawking. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm like, he has the, the man voice. Who, the man who can't talk <laughs> with the voice. <laughs> you know Stephen, that guy. I think it was Stephen Hawking once. Someone asked him, like, uh, what do you... Th- like, do you think we're the only intelligent life form out there? And he's like, I don't know if we are, but either way, it's a miracle. Yeah. Like... Good answer. Right? Good answer, Steve. If we are the only thing out there, it's a miracle. If we're not, if there are actually intelligent be- beings out there, it's a miracle. Like, yeah. It's such a good well, way life, to think li- about life it. Life is just a crazy thing. Like, our, like, even us as human beings perceiving reality or air or anything, it's like, what does it mean? I mean, we will die. We will, I mean, we don't, we don't have a concept of what will right, happen afterwards. Like, for sure. And like, is it going to be rel- re- relative to what we're what we have here, or is it nothingness, or is it anything? And it's just you're right; it is all just a miracle of yeah. Uh, by you, I mean you, Steve Hawking. Um, Thanks, Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's just it's crazy because it's you start thinking about it, and then it just reaches past its point of logic, and you're like, ah, overwhelmed. <laughs> My maybe, brain hurts. Maybe it's naive of me to think, but I've always thought since like. We are all kind of made up of stardust to begin with, right? And like, and nitrogen and carbon and all. Well, that yeah, stuff. like uh, when we die, like you know, our 
bodies like can you know break down and just like can be like you can leave you can leave like a corpse out in the woods and it will like decay and like become part of the and then make flowers beautiful and (laughs) but yeah just i i mean i don't i really i've always just kind of when asked about if what i believe in if there's a god or whatever like i've kind of just abstained just because like i feel like i don't know Mm -hmm. like and i can't ever figure out i'll never know truly what there is but i do like to think that you know there's some spark or something that's like you know gave us what's happening our lives or whatever so if (laughs) i know you want to say something let me finish my story but uh i i just feel like you know if as long as you're doing a moral like you're not like I'm not a murderer or like. Are you, know. you sure? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't believe you when you said. You that. don't I mean like you don't like, remember what you do when you're sleeping. I'm just gonna say that right that's now. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably another version of me that is murderer. But uh, oh, I guess I'm just saying this. Like if when we do die, I feel like we just get recycled into other stuff, right? Like, right. So like ultimately, I guess maybe it's just a nice thought of mine to think that when I die, like part of me will become a star or like. The ground, Aww. or like another planet, or like maybe yeah. another person. Who knows? What a whole bunch of shit. So there, there's something so um, interesting that I find it's weird that we've come back around to is that we're talking about space, and we're all it's led us to two topics that we just keep following is religion and existence. And there's just something weird because you're right. There is we have so much uncertainty in the world, and as human beings, we're craving like certainty. That's right. all we. Oh, yeah. Our entire life is just made up of. What can I know? And is that what's right? And these things, existence, religion, and outer space, are things that we can't possibly find an answer to. Like, even if we do find some other planet or some other living being or something, I feel like there's, like you always see in science fiction, there's the edge of the universe, the edge of space. And in reality, there probably isn't. Like, yeah, which that's a concept yeah. none of us can imagine. Can concept like you can't it just keeps think going. It just, it just Nothing keeps going. Nothing without an end. Yeah, like that. That's ugh. this is why I picked space, by the way, as my topic because I feel like anytime you get into a conversation about just the facts of space, you you instantly have to go into some theoretical yeah. bigger than us. It just gets you into very interesting conversations. Like I was the girl in high school when I go to parties and like everyone's getting wasted and everything. I would like find the one person and sit in a corner by ourselves and we'd talk about like the stars and like what they mean and like that kind of thing. Um, Because I just like the conversations that you get into. It is always interesting. Like everybody, don't lie if you haven't, uh, because everyone's done this is laid down on like the grass or on or in or in a movie on top of a hood of a car and stared up (laughs) at the at the stars and you like you look at everything and you see you see it's always it seems the sky is always different every day because we're moving or maybe the stars are right. Well, yeah, there's um. The one thing I miss about being in Nebraska, and I also lived in Maine, so I have a connection story, but like there's so less ambient light out there. Mm-hmm. Like oh, you, so can you can see, see so, so many more stars, yeah. And then I lived in Maine uh, in, near Sebago Lake, which has even less light, and we're so you're a little higher up. Uh, like there was a night where it was so dark, like you could you could see the band of the Milky Way, like you oh, could see how so thick cool. it was. That's what wow. I miss about living in LA. Yeah, and that like well, you don't get that in LA. Like no. even on a dark live, night, you'd be like, oh, there's I can I kind of I can see, see Venus. Over, I can see yeah, yeah. There's a couple stars. Like yeah. How, how about things also in space that are like moving? Like you see like comets or something moving. Right. Yeah. And the weird thing is like that comet moving. You think about how light travels like. 
a star exploded 25 years ago and then we see it tomorrow. Like oh, uh, way longer than that. Yeah, yeah. well, that's what yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing a number out. I right. mean, I, I'm not a scientist. I, I know that's it. the thing that like like the light that is hitting our planet left the sun eight minutes ago. You yeah. know, like that's that's such a weird concept to me that I always have trouble like wrapping my brain well, around. Did you ever see the movie Melancholia? Yes. Okay. Oh, with the, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Were that you, movie was fucking weird. It was yeah. very. Yeah. It was very <laughs> weird. And the two planets were like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when you, see, it's so interesting because, like, you. I mean, I'm sure this. Uh, this is what kind of would happen. It's like you see something far away or whatever. Right. And, oh, that actually started moving a while ago, and we right. just didn't process it yet. And then it just got gigantic as yeah. it got closer. And, and that makes you feel small. Granted, I know that that's not a real thing right. that's happened, but. Uh, and then, like, you, you see it approaching you, and it's, like, it's moving. It must be moving, A, very fast, even though it looks like it's moving very right. slow. And it's just, again, it all comes down to perspective. Uh, what what happened in that movie? It was another planet? It, it was another was it... planet was coming and was going to crash with the pl- with Earth right. and they destroy collided, everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't there, like, two, it was, like, two endings or, like... It was I did, like one you know way, it, one way, oh, and one storyline it happened, and one storyline it well, didn't. Well, no, in the begin, it like passed oh, over it, the planet. It, it's an at, orbit. It's yeah, an yeah, orbit. Yeah. That's it passed right. over the, the planet, and, the, and everyone was like, "Oh, we're safe," and then it came back. Yes. And yeah, because the gra- and there was something with gravity, like because the the gravity of one planet was affecting the gravity of the other. So like yes. people were like kind of like whoa, like like yeah. whoa, weird That's thing. Right. But yeah. isn't it? Oh, sorry. Isn't it true that the moon is like slowly pulling away from us too? Like, isn't there like? I thought I, really, I, I I defer like to you, Allison. I know you, you guys just both looked at me, and I'm like, I'm not a scientist. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, that, I, I, I do I actually that think it. that is that is some like what, true. Few, That's why our tides change yeah. slightly every year. I think. Yeah, because it's and like I because I, I thought I was reading it like. Um, or maybe it's somewhere. why we have like a weird leap second, like every yeah. like w- once a year we add a second or something there's like some, that. And there's also something like where like like there's a picture of the moon in like 1920, and it's like. It's like scientists are like yeah, it's pulling away from us. Like at some point, it's not probably not in our lifetime. Don't leave but, us, moon. But the moon will, might break well, away and like just. Well, it's in the same, probably in the same sense that one day that sun will explode yeah. and um, we're not gonna and be. We will yeah. know eight minutes later. Well, and also the moon is just like a giant asteroid, right? Like that just yeah. got caught in our gravitational pull, like it's and then helped us immensely. Yeah, and then then like <laughs> yes. pulled, yeah. So like it's kind of like oh moon don't go away. Did you see? Did you guys see Interstellar? Yeah. yeah. Well, he no, didn't. He oh, said he didn't. didn't. Oh, there's I need there's, to there's see a really it. cool planet that's just literally all. It's like a giant ocean planet. Yeah. But it's so affected by its tides, like that changes what it, it because of gravity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then there's some. I need to see it. Well, yeah. You know what? And I I'm glad we talked about like the moon like pulling away. It's I mean obviously it's all gravity, which also it's like so weird that like. Gra- how, what creates gravity and I'm sure there's science that says this creates gravity and moons and other planets gravitational pull helps level out right. everybody else well mass where that... basically creates gravity well, yeah and then I, th- I think about like things just moving through space because we say space is a vacuum but something has to push something so you see comets or uh, or maybe it's the explosions of stars or other yeah. things but then, or like you watch the movie Gravity and you see like the space station pieces or the whatever right. floating around or asteroid fields it's so strange that like there's there is chaos moving around in the nothingness and but but that's the interesting thing because it's nothing you can actually calculate where things are going to move mm-hmm. you know 
because there's there's it's it's a true vacuum. Yeah. There's, what were we doing being comedians? We should have been busy being scientists. Yes. <laughs> Screw entertaining the world. Oh, who we needs should, us? We should have gone to school more. <laughs> I've always wished I did instead of studied what I did. What did you study? Art history. Uh, art history. <laughs> Man. Also, sequential you really art, wanted yeah. to be unemployed. Yeah. No, I was like. <laughs> Well, let's do this. This looks... I like paintings. Yeah. Do you use it at all? No, I've probably forgotten 80% of what I've learned, Oh, too. wow. Yeah. No, like, like most people who went to school? Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. I know. Uh, no. I do sometimes miss school, and I don't mean... Like, I don't miss, like, tests and homework and shit mm-hmm. like that, but I kind of miss, like, sitting in a classroom and learning something. Yeah. I did... Yeah. Like, in high school, I hated it. I was... Poor, poor student. And then once I got to college, I was like on the dean's list every year. And oh, because you started learning about stuff you cared about. Yeah, because it was like, oh, this is actually really interesting. Yeah. And then about the time I was ready to graduate, I was like, wow, I really want to learn more about what? There- time to go? Oh, got it. <laughs> well, there was, there, you know, I in terms of learning stuff, like... I, it's so funny because my mom and my sister are always like, just do our shit for me. I don't want to remember. I don't want to learn anything. I'm like, don't you want to know how this works? No, just do it. Right. And I've always been the person like, no, I want to know. if some, I don't know how to do something. I want to know how to do it. Yeah. And so there was a part of me that like, you know, when I have money, like after I do what I want to learn about, then I'll go to school and I'll be, I'll learn how to be like a plastic surgeon. and Or like, then I'll learn Mandarin and Farsi and, and, <laughs> and Spanish. I'll become fluent in Spanish. Dude, my 18-year-old cousin knows Mandarin. That's that was crazy. the language what? he took in high school. Was Mandarin. I'm like, what? That's a high school. Yeah, I, I know. I, we were such a small high school. We only had the option to learn Spanish. They didn't give us oh, any wow. other choices. If we did, I would have. I would have chose Latin. I realize. I'm glad I didn't because I would not use it as much as, no. as I use the Spanish. We had Spanish and German. We had. I was. Gonna, we had German too. We had Spanish, German, Latin, and French. And I did German because oh. I'm part. German. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Yeah. Ich spiele Fußball? Uh, no, I just yeah. said I played soccer. I don't know why I asked it like a question. Yeah. <laughs> My spiele du, spiel, spielst du Fußball? I think that's how I would have asked it. Uh, un- so la la. <laughs> <laughs> mein Spieling, or uh, mein Lieblings... Shit. You're, you're, oh, I, the only thing I can really do is I remember my friends and I worked up this bullshit, and it's not real German, but we were like, Spiel das Funklich Music weiß, Jung. That's all I remember. Play that funky music. Yeah, that's, that's, so, that's so not German. Ich, ich gehe ins das Kino? <laughs> I go to the movies. Yeah. I keep asking you like questions. I don't know why. They're definitely statements. They're statements, but you're, it's just the inflection of yeah. the way you're saying. My Lieblingsfarbe is blau. Your, 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 wait, say that again? My Lieblingsfarbe is blau. Your something is blue. My favorite color is blue. That's it. I was like, something's blue. I know blue. <laughs> yeah, so useless. I took German for five fucking years, and that's, you how just much heard you, the extent uh, of my German. On yeah. every, on every, on an everyday basis, how often do you use Never. It? Yeah. Never. Never. Literally, maybe if I do use German, I'm like, oh my God, I use German today. Yeah. The one thing that's great about learning another language is, which is the reason I want to learn to another language even though it takes like a long time to really master it, there's like one moment where you're really cool with all your friends if you bump into somebody. And, yeah. Or like yeah. you're in a foreign country. I realized that when I was living in Europe, I'm like, man, if I knew, if I took French, I'd be killing it right now. Right. Like, well, that's the thing. I actually went to Germany on like a, a class trip in high uh-huh. school. Yeah, I did too. And all the fucking Germans speak English. Yeah. I was like, well. <laughs> yeah, I, I realized that when I went to Germany. Yeah. That's, a, you know, something I, and I mean, like, I'm sure like people in Canada or in Europe learn this because like, I mean, in Canada, you have to learn French and English. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, uh, 
other countries, they're like, yeah, everybody knows English. I know. Like, I can't imagine, like, being yeah. in a place where it's like, okay, you're definitely going to learn this other, I don't know what the other language would be, probably Spanish, based on how many people speak it in our country already. Yeah, like, I, um, if I take... If I had known I was going to move to Los Angeles, I definitely would have taken Spanish yeah. in school. But I, it's just so weird, like where so many people are like fluent or almost fluent in another in like our language, I know. and it's like it's I can't even fathom it. Like, well, isn't it like their school system? They teach it from an early age. Yeah, right? like you're, yeah. you should be like you should, as a child. You should be learning multiple there, languages. There's a guy in my stick. my acting class who grew up. He's in his twenties now. He's from Colombia. He's lived in Mexico for the last six years. He's an actor. Um, and he just moved to L.A. six months ago, and he's just now learning English. And he can speak – I mean, he, he every once in a while he has to, like, re- ask for something to be said again. But mm-hmm. he can speak it just fine. He just has that, like, sexy Spanish <laughs> accent. He literally sounds like, you know, something out of a soap opera where you're, yeah. like, the, like the, the sexy whoever who comes to the door and the housewife is like, ah! You know, um, <laughs> I would like I want to strangle him because I'm like, you've been here for six months and you're speaking this well and you look so sexy doing yeah, it. I like, can't, damn you. I can't, there's no part of my brain that could be like, OK, I live in, let's say, Germany. I live in Germany for six months and I'd be like, right. I'm com- I'm committed now. I can definitely <laughs> speak this in an accent that works appropriately. Right, no, that's the other thing. The I, accent. I, you know, I lived in I lived in the Netherlands for three months. I tr- the Dutch language. It sounds like a. T- t- cassette tape were played backwards. Yes, yes. And like for and like I and I drove a car listening to Dutch radio, and it was always so funny because I you'd hear it and it'd be like yeah. the Cold War kids. That's amazing. And I'd be like, they say that like we learn, you know, as babies we pick up learning languages, and if you teach a child a second language early on or, yeah yeah they can pick them up so much faster but the, i mean our school system doesn't encourage that that's the thing it's, it's like people it. who live it, anywhere else in the in the world learning another language is part of their curriculum from from childhood we yeah. don't pick it up until high school well, and what our like, brains have already like formed and yeah my niece is is almost she's gonna be two years old in november but like they found out she had a lot of fluid in her ears, and Ooh. she's been talking. And so they just put, like, put they they do this for a lot of kids. A lot of yeah. kids have this kind of. It's a very uh, common thing. They put tubes in their ears, and then when they get bigger, the tubes just fall out. But right. it helps, you know. So before she got the tubes, like she couldn't really say D's or H's. Like oh. she just kind of was like, oh, ha, 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 you know. But now that she's got the within two months of getting these tubes, and she she, she speaks so like yeah. clearly now. She like she used to say like ha, ha. To say hi to me, yeah. And now, like, I just got a phone call from her. My my sister called because she was wanted to call me, and my niece. Uh, I picked the phone. I was like, "Hello," and she's like, "Hi, Chad." And I was like, oh, "What the?" Like, that's she adorable. Can, like, she can speak it like say a lot. I had to go to speech therapy in like. Second I had a lot of friends grade. that did. Yeah. Yeah, I had a really? lisp. I had a lisp. I, a lisp. I a lisp. <laughs> I would talk like this. Oh. I talked. I know. And my brother did too. He couldn't say ours. So. <laughs> There's something about like growing up and learning how to speak. Yeah, I think it's yeah. When we talked about like oh a lot of in other countries there's it's conducive to have uh, other languages taught early. I think we are like we only have so many times with this kid. So let's teach them proper grammar and math and just like let them hit the world. Which by the way, Um, we're failing on the proper grammar thing. How many people use the wrong your? Can we can we work on that as a race as the human race? Can we work on using the correct your? 
Well, there's Allison <laughs> Hayes leading yes, the charge exactly. on, on correcting Americans grammar. And, and don't get me wrong, like every once in a while when I'm texting, I will text too fast and realize I've written the wrong one. I immediately I, hate, cr- I immediately correct myself. I correct myself, myself yeah. and I hate myself at the same time. <laughs> I also I always my my mom, my sister, my will always text me stuff and then I and they hate it. And they I do it because I know they hate it, but yes. I always correct their yours. Oh yeah. <laughs> we we gotta get it corrected because if there ever is, is intelligent sp- life that comes down, they're like, Oh, you Said your, not your. There's yeah. no apostrophe yeah. above that. Well, this is also assuming that our intelligent life speaks English. No, that's the other the, thing, yeah. Well, how bummed would we be if intelligent life comes down and they speak German? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be like, damn it. No. Now we, the Germans would be like, yeah. So we, yeah. <laughs> we would just need to get that uh, Star Trek thing where, like, you can tr- the translate. Oh, yeah. oh, I wonder. Have you heard that, like, the Android watches, you know, they're coming out with Android watches, are, are automatically going to have translators in them? So what? you can, like, push a button on your watch and be like. Uh, Say that like, again, waiter? No, yeah. no, no. No, no, no. You push it on your watch and you're going to be like, I will take the steak. Oh, and then it will. And then you flip it over and it will translate it and say it on the watch in whatever language they need it in. Then you can push the button. They can speak back into the watch. You flip it back over. And Damn. it's like, it's, yes, you can. It's amazing <laughs> how the technology for translation has evolved so quick. I didn't think, because yeah. like, there's a lot of subtleties with language mm-hmm. that like just it's almost not translatable. It's why there will always need to be human beings to translate right. movies or dub things be, or because it's always different. There's always a lot of, and I'm just, I'm shocked that like the Google Translate like works as well as it does well, that, for, yeah. to a point. That always scared me in science fiction movies when aliens come down. It's like, some scientist has like a box or something. He's like, no, we'll just the aliens will type the speech in and then it will come out. Like they figure out how to like communicate, communicate like how to figure out the language, right? It always scares me in those movies. It's like, but what if you got like one thing wrong and like the aliens like, yes. hey, let's just have a hug, and then it comes out like, we want to fucking murder you. Yeah. <laughs> or a lo- or it's a cookbook. Yeah. It's a cook. Wait, what is that? It's Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, thank you. You said that and I got chills and I was like, it's a cookbook. We're here, we're, we're here to serve man and it's how to serve man. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, oh, I, I hated that. Twilight Zone creeped the hell My out of me My favorite TV so show. much. It's so good. Do you remember so like good. the day the earth stood still? Well, that's, that, the, that's the thing where we talk about like, oh, human beings just look exactly, or sorry, right. aliens look just like us. I know. <laughs> that movie scared my mother so much as a kid that she remembered that phrase that they the had a standard. To... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, my friend has M- it on up, whatever that yeah. Saved by the Bell line was. But yeah, my mother has it memorized because she was convinced that is she it, was it's... going to have to save the world. Uh, I, is it the same as the one of Transformers where it's like, Bono, weep, Gonna, weep, Ninibon? Like, oh my gosh. No, it's not. Okay, because that was ridiculous. the... Well, I, I think... I can't na- remember. I think... Na- I think Bono, weep, Gonna, weep, Ninibon. Guys, why does it sound like a party started? Okay, I was. I'm studio? glad somebody made t- attention to it. Basically, there's a clowning class. Clowning. Because we re- we record yeah. at the Nerdist School um, next to Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles, and the Nerdist School does a lot of, as you would imagine, classes. And right now, there's a clowning class going on right behind the wall. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah, it does sound like a party has just started. Oh. Um, and so that's. That's if you heard any yelling or any <laughs> or any clown noises or music in the background, it was because of the party starting on the other side of the wall. I did hear the shuffle of some very large shoes. Yes, <laughs> some honking of noses, yeah. some seltzer squirting. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I think all on that now is a great time to uh, transition. To our what we do at the end of every show. Which oh, what we, do we do at the end? Well, I spring it on the guests at the oh, end. Oh, okay, so yeah. Is, yeah. I was like, okay, uh, no, so because get happen? ready. Well, now that oh, we've man. talked about space and other 
topics such okay. as language and stuff. We do something because Chad and I are improvisers. <clears throat> it's called suggest this. And we suggest something to the audience. Okay. It can be literally anything, a, a book or anything, a free, like Chad, we did a demo one once and Chad, uh, Chad's was like an existential fr- like state of being. <laughs> like you should think this way. I know. Okay. Uh, so we'll start. I think I'm with you. Yeah. No, no, we'll start. So, so we're just could, suggesting this to the listeners? Yeah, just Got to, it. To, it Got could it. be anything to help their lives or that oh. they should do with their lives. Like you suggested to me already to read The Martian. I did. I feel and like I've given up my best suggestions. No, already. no, no, no. no. We're, we're, that, uh... we're forcing you to pick something different, but okay. it's yeah. okay. Chad, do you have one or you want me to start? You started. I started last time. Okay, so uh, the one thing that I think everybody should watch, and mine thinks going to be a TV show, the season finale is on Wednesday, is Mr. Robot. Oh, I that's absol- my buddy show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I absolutely love this show. Oh, good. And I do. I've been watching it since they premiered the f- an episode for free on the internet and I was like <laughs> something really amazing is happening and then I'm just continually impressed as time goes on uh two episodes ago I was like this might be one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen wow. and and then they somehow topped themselves the following episode and now it's the finale and it's Wednesday and I can't wait and it's about hackers in New York City and it's it's just it's insanely amazing uh, and I uh, please suggest everybody to if you haven't watched it binge watch all of it by Wednesday even though this will probably air after Wednesday right um yeah. and if you ha- if you have watched it, continue to watch it. Um, and Rami Malik is a it's Rami revolu- Malik. Oh, I'm sorry, Rami. <laughs> That's my buddy. So just oh, want to make sure okay. you say his name right. Well, now he'll <laughs> never do our podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. No, I'm glad you like it. That's no, awesome. That's I was great. really excited when he got I, it. Yeah, I was like. I, Rami and I were chatting the entire process of him getting this show yeah. and it, it felt like it was sort of hurdle after hurdle after hurdle and the fact that it's now people love it. Oh, yeah. I'm so, like, look, you did it. Like, well, it's you did so it, weird man. about What's weird, so weird about him is I've, I've weird, because he has a very unique face. Yeah. I've I've noticed him throughout things. Like when he did, oh, it, he, yeah. did he did an arc on 24. 24! I was like, yes. I was like, he was really good on That's 24. So funny. Yeah. And then when right we after met, th- when we met, we were chatting and I'm like, Dude, you were awesome on 24. He, I was like, I don't remember anyone his, on 24, but you were rad. And yeah, he, and he, that's he, why we became he friends. He was a terrorist, and he did really good, and yeah. there was a crazy arc. And then he was in Short Term 12. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that's that dude did that 24 episode. And the reason I remember him so well is he looked like a roommate that I had in college. Oh, that's hilarious. And I was like, I, I text him, like, you look just like this guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and now Mr. Robot. And it's yeah. with Christian Slater. It's on USA. USA, which, by the way, killing it now. It's yeah, like I know. so many good shows. What? They're doing good. Yeah. Um, Chad, what do you have to suggest to our audience? Oh, crap. Uh, let me think. <laughs> I, I gave you that whole... I went longer yeah, on I know. Suggest- you really did. You really did. I dragged like, it out. <laughs> and you already... like. I almost just want to say just... I don't know. All the, the concept that we've been... Everything we've talked about and everything now, I would almost suggest to just try to think of yourself as uh, smaller than you are. And like, I think a lot... Here's the problem. I have a problem with a lot of people. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people find, think of themselves as the center of the universe, and I know a lot of friends who are kind of like this, and it, it bothers me because it's like, uh, like I don't, I think that when you think of yourself like that, you have a tendency to forget about other people's problems, situations around you, and stuff like that. I'm not, I don't, am I getting too fucking big here? No. <laughs> Keep going. Let's see what happens. I don't know. I just, I just think that like, I think it's important to, no matter what's going on in your life, to like remember the small blue orb that you are, right? Like, we've kind of touched on that a lot. I think that's important to, like, 
just remember, you know, how insignificant you, well, we are on this planet to begin with, and then try to, like, you know, then, you know, own up to what you're doing. So if you were to put this whole phrase into one sentence to suggest to the audience, what would it be? Remember how small you are. Okay, thank you, Chad. Uh, Allison, so so I gave a TV show. Chad, again, gave just some state of being in your mind. Here's the thing. I'm very stupid, so... (laughs) If you... I mean, if you could suggest anything... I mean, it could be anything that you just experienced throughout life. I know. I've not... Like, I've been Is there a good food or something? Like, Um, it doesn't have to be related to this podcast at all. Just anything we could suggest to the audience. I would suggest... uh, Okay. People, like... I'm not like a health nut or anything uh-huh. like that. I, I, I mean, I try to work out like once, maybe twice a week. And I try to just not eat like an asshole. Like that's kind of what I tell people. Because people are like, honey, you're yeah. in such good shape. I'm like, I just try to not eat like an asshole. But that doesn't mean I don't sometimes do eat like an asshole. Yeah, okay. So I realize that the two biggest things that I feel like maintain my healthiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous. One, don't drink soda unless it's for a special occasion. I, yeah. I seriously, like I, I think I drink a half a can of soda once a month. Yeah. And I will yeah. basically like maybe when I go to the movies get a soda if I if I if I need it, if I'm like craving a soda. Oh, I do it with alcohol. And if I and if I oh, I see. But if I'm going to drink a soda, I will only drink like Mexican Coke because it's real sugar and that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay. And it's only like as a special treat for myself. <laughs> um and then the other thing is that I eat a lot of carrots. And I know that sounds ridiculous and like something your doctor tells you, but I can actually tell a difference in my body. Between when I don't eat carrots are, and when I do eat carrots. Are your, are your eyes better? Yes. My eyesight <laughs> yeah. has actually gotten better. No joke. My eye doctor once was like, I've never seen anyone's prescription get better at this age in their lives. Like, that's insane. And well, I was you, like, I've been eating a lot of carrots. You know, like there was, someone told me a long time ago, like, instead of like buying potato chips to snack on, buy baby carrots. and I Or, or snap peas. Yeah. Or, and I, yeah. I did that. And I'm like, I shit you not, like after a month of just being like, instead of like grabbing crap like junk food to yeah. eat like i just be like, oh i'm just gonna eat baby carrots and at first it was like baby carrots. i don't know if these are really good. but then i really got into it and then like i felt better after, yeah it's like, crazy i I, I, <laughs> I actually did the same thing i get carrots they sell this stuff at i don't know you probably get it at any supermarket but the supermarket i go to i get edamame hummus oh yeah and that's I che- good too. oh no so i checked it and it's like spicy too which is awesome but like it's got like no sugar in it it's got nothing in it and yeah. I, I don't know if you saw the documentary fed up but no, I can't. I can't watch documentaries about food because it'll make me sad about eating. Well, you know, it, like <laughs> it, it drove me. Like, like it really opens your mind to like how like bad sugar is to you. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. I don't want to know that. Yeah, but also, uh, <laughs> but it's also like just about how conglomerated sugar works, and it's like just as bad as almost like the smoking conglomerates. Right. And, no, and mm. it's just it, it, it was like weird. So like it made me think about. Sh- I never used to be the kind of person. It's like let's see how many calories are in this. Yeah. This this dip, and now I just always look for. I don't care about the calories screw that i'm still young i look at the sugar sugar. i see how much sugar is in it power bars also like people are like i'm just not gonna skip a meal i have a power bar and you look at it it's like oh there's 20 grams of sugar in this thing and you know it's a good supplement for that it's kind bars yeah i've seen those in gas stations yeah um so if you if you need to grab a bar i would suggest grabbing kind bars they're not perfect or great they're just not as yeah. yeah, filled with random crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, thank you so much for doing the yeah, podcast. Thank you. It's been so much fun. We got to yeah, talk about space and go Talked beyond so much so stuff. Much stuff. Yeah. And um, <laughs> for those of you listening, uh, thank you for listening to This on That uh, with Allison Hayslip. What up? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this on That is uh, hosted by me, Mike Solari, 
and Chad Foglin, who I, I motioned my hand to to hopefully speak, and he oh didn't. yeah, no, I'll, yeah, I'll speak. No, yeah, oh uh, yeah, that's me. And uh, do you have a do you have like a Twitter or something we could yes, follow you on? Yes, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Allison Hayslip, A L I S O N H A I S L I P. I'm at M Solari, and I'm Chad Foglin. Have a have an amazing day filled with uh, thinking about how small you are in the world. Happy and Halloween! Eat carrots. Yeah. Eat carrots. <laughs>